Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes. Remember to check us out on Apple Music, SoundCloud, Hanging with Apes, SoundCloud, Audio Apes. Check us out on YouTube, Audio Apes, Facebook, Audio Apes. We got all kind of good stuff out. iTunes. Um, on iTunes, podcast google play hanging with apes we're everywhere so subscribe like it write a review tell us what you think about the podcast hope you guys like it on google play it's under podcasts obviously and then uh for itunes you go to the podcast app subscribe hey man leave a comment give us a you know a good review check us out on uh well i said apple music i mentioned that but you could also uh buy the song Big Faces or uh, Get Biz, Get Big. We had a lot of stuff out, man. Our video, yeah. Someone to Love on YouTube. Making that music. Writing some new music for you guys. Can't wait to get in the studio. I know. We're in the <laughs> process. Got a lot of things going. Um, how was your 4th of July? It was good, man. You know, uh, relaxed. It's funny because you don't even have to. Well, here in Chicago, you don't even have to go to Navy Pier. You just chill in your yard and look at all the fireworks everywhere yeah. so we were just grilling um the, the legal fireworks you you know that most of the good fireworks are illegal here like yeah. you can't like get by the good ones here in the city like all of them come from like indiana yeah indiana yep and it's funny because like everyone has them yeah <laughs> so it's like like it's illegal but not really illegal everything's illegal in chicago though everything Fucking spray paint is illegal. Even though I heard yeah. they were gonna lift that, but it, even spray paint is illegal. Yeah, I but realized that. Yeah, guns are illegal, but yet there's killing. Like, yeah, a, I, I don't a know lot of gun whole, violence. I don't know if this whole illegal thing is working, making things illegal. No, you know how how I um found out about the spray paint because um well I don't think we've ever mentioned this, but uh, we used to do me me uh Tway. And Donnell, which were all audio apes, uh, we used to, and we, I mean, we still dabble with it, but we've kind of slowed down a little bit. But yeah, check our stuff out anyway, foulbofunny.com. Uh, we used to do uh, comedy sketches. So one time we went to Home Depot, me and uh, Neil, who's one of the guys that's in Foul But Funny, and uh, we, we were building a rig off of PVC. So we went to the Home Depot, and, you know, thinking, all right, well, cool, yeah, you know, we got the PVC. All right, let's get the spray paint, and then they tell us it's illegal. I'm like, and I'm I'm trying to think why would people make it illegal? Like, because because see we see I'm in the south side, so we just go to the Burbank area, and then you just go to the Home Depot there, exactly. and which is what we did, and we got the matte finish, made the made that uh rig or whatever, and and that was that. But it was weird, like Chicago makes things illegal, and then it's like or Illinois, but. Somehow you get your hands on it, regardless. Since you brought it up, foul but funny, do you miss doing comedy? I do. Yeah, I do too. You know what really made me miss it is uh, actually today, as a matter of fact, I was uh, doing some work like we're always doing, either writing or editing or or artwork or whatever the case. Get busy, get big. <laughs> so I, I was doing some work earlier and, you know, in the office while I'm working, I, I have sometimes, you know, my TV playing and uh, I was watching this movie, uh, uh, the what's it called? The Andy Samberg movie 
uh, pop star and like oh yeah, yeah pop star and like never stop never stopping or something like that yeah. <laughs> some Justin Bieber shit yeah. the movie is hilarious and yeah. it, the whole thing it's like a, a documentary like a mockumentary really okay. a mockumentary on on the music industry <coughs> and there's all these like awesome cameos in it from like I don't even want to give it away because they're that great the cameos damn but uh it, it's it's funny as fuck and like the whole thing. If it's making fun of the music industry and and like how these celebrities act and like how some of them are really stupid and how bands get together but then they break up and all this stuff, it I recommend anybody out there who's listening to check it out. Uh, you'll find it funny. It by the Lonely Island guys. By Lonely Island, yeah. yeah. Now, what do you rate it? Is it was it? Uh, I'd rate it easily, easily. Me personally, I, I'd rate it a four star, a four, four star, star movie. Oh wow, damn! So I gotta, I gotta it, watch it. It's this. definitely funny. It's definitely funny. So, so they're obviously being satirical, kind of like on some Borat type it, stuff. Exactly, and, okay. and the thing is, I found it hilarious, and it didn't have my full undivided attention because obviously I was working. Yeah. So I mean, it might I might even rate it higher later on after I actually get to sit down and watch it. But even with my divided attention, it, it rated pretty high on my scale. Damn, yeah. And I had seen the commercial to it, uh, and I saw I think uh, in the Sun Times when they rated it, it was actually pretty high too. Yeah, so, IGN rated it pretty high too. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. IGN too. So, IGN is pretty accurate with their reviews. I, I like their reviews. Yeah, I I definitely. Uh, tend to agree with IGN's reviews of of all kind of stuff like video games uh this is not an IGN podcast but yeah. but we were just letting you know that they're we pretty with you, IGN. They're, they're pretty good at what the fuck they do oh, um, yeah yeah cuz they were very accurate with the game of thrones did you catch up i didn't see the last oh, episode oh dude i, I can't wait the, i didn't see the finale uh that's the only episode i need to see though Battle of the Bastards was awesome, though. Yeah. That episode was fucking groundbreaking. Hell, yeah. That I was, loved it. That was some Civil War. Some yeah, Civil War that, that's next level, man. That show, that show, well, you mentioned this to me last week when we were talking about it, yeah. how it's on the uh, same caliber as, as movies. Yeah, I mean, if people, whoever doesn't watch Game of Thrones, give it a watch, man, because, oh, Dude, the action scenes, they, they compare to, like, the stuff that we were seeing on, on what we saw Civil War. We've seen Deadpool, X-Men. The action scenes in those movies, which are blockbusters, by the way, they compare to Game of Thrones. So I'm like, damn, this is a show. Sometimes you have to kind of sit back and be like, this is a, a show. And yet the quality, the writing, the 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 characters. The acting. The acting, yeah, just everything. And and like just the, how massive it is. Because I, I think they some, some parts they film in Spain, some in Ireland. Some in, you know, if I'm not crazy. mistaken, seven different locations around the world. Yeah, dude. Some of the actors don't even see each other. It's just all the glued together through the show. Yeah. So, like, you know, there'll be a season where, like, they don't even see each other at all. And, yeah. So, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, if you've been living under a rock, check that shit out. I know you're a big um, Breaking Bad fan. I know you're a big Boardwalk Empire fan. Yeah. Big True Detective fan. Just like me, I, I like all those shows. Yeah. Where does Game of Thrones oh, fit in damn. on that list? Dude, I was thinking about that the other day. It's it's hard. I, I, I would have to... Right now... See, the thing is, because it hasn't ended. 
See, every show we've talked about, or that you just mentioned, they, we saw the, the from the start to finish. Yeah. So, you know, if they go, if, if they leave off, um, if, if if they uh continue on this road, man, and and they end good, it might be it might be on the top, man. I don't know. It might be number one, and and, and like the, all those shows are great. So so that that's saying that's saying a lot. Although all, all those shows in general they're all different in their own way and that's what that's the thing that makes Game of Thrones so crazy like if you get all those shows and combine them together it has a little bit of all of them like yeah. the philosophy of like true detective right so some of the some of the stuff that they kind of delve into the the politics and the business of Boardwalk Empire some of the action scenes in Breaking Bad some of the greatest moments of Breaking Bad it all, you know, Game of Thrones kind of has all that also, the evolution of characters oh, yeah. like in Breaking Bad. I felt like Breaking Bad was awesome at how it evolved its characters. And uh, Game Don't, of Thrones yeah. is awesome at that, too. Because there are characters that at the beginning of the show, I despised. And as the seasons went on, I actually started to like them a little bit. Yeah. And, and then vice versa, some characters that I thought were pretty badass at the beginning and i i realized eh, they weren't all that great yeah yeah it's crazy man uh it's it's uh i'm kind of sad now now I, I think you had told me season seven was going to be uh the last season but you know now they're going to split it so it's going to be like a short season seven and then and then like uh i guess maybe a continuation of season seven Later on, as another season, or is it's going to be eight or something like that? Oh. And they're actually postponing it, so I'm wondering like what they're going to be working on or what. Yeah, that's what I had read. The writers and the showrunners saying that the next season was going to be its last season. Yeah. So I don't know, but um, it's it's interesting how uh you know <coughs> we're we're able to <coughs> to kind of put ourselves and in, in in this world. Where like we we consume the media that we like, whether it's a show or a movie or or music and everything, but then it's like you snap to reality sometimes from it, and then you see these videos and stuff on TV oh, yeah. that are are causing protests and and a lot of heartache and a lot of trouble for a lot of people, and so obviously you know we go over all relevant topics. So I wanted to ask you: Have you seen the Alton Sterling video? Yes, yes, I have. Yes, I have. What um, uh, What are your thoughts on it? Damn. Um. So, I checked it out. See, one thing I don't like is it's always the short clip. I hate that they always start the video where it's about to end, because if I'm mid sentence right right now talking to you and I end my sentence with something like real aggressive or something, it's gonna and then you take it out of context. That's what resonates. That's what resonates, right? Yeah. Um. So I had to read. I had to read on it. Um, I saw that that what what was it a nine one one call? Yeah, um, of a man um, pointing a gun <coughs> at somebody. Yeah, pointing a gun at somebody in front of like a it was a store, right? A convenience, convenience store, store or something. Yeah. So Where he regularly sold CDs in front of. Yeah. So um, the cops come. Uh, push comes to shove. You know, I guess they tell him, "Hey, you know, uh, we got this call, whatever." Uh, he starts resisting. He gets tased twice. So, I imagine if you get tased twice, 
you know, I shit, you take taste me once, I'm, alright, fuck this shit, you know, even if I'm, I haven't done anything, I'm just, alright, whatever, these guys, I don't want, I don't want to get tased again, so you tase, you tase the guy twice, it's a struggle still, and then I guess that's where the video continues, right, where I started seeing it, which was him on the floor facing up with two cops on top of him, he's resisting, and then they're saying stop resisting, then the cop he points. Uh, he points the gun. He's like, I don't. Uh, what, what do he say? He said, uh, it, I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna shoot you if yeah, you don't stop resisting. Yeah, something along those lines. And then, and then shots are fired. You don't see because the camera angle uh, is is not visible, uh, or I guess the person that's recording the video they they they, they turn away or whatever. Um, and I don't know. Like the thing is this, I I don't know if I'm looking at things differently than other people, but see it, when cops. If a cop was to come up to me and say whatever he was gonna say, and he said, "Hey, we we got a call, whatever," I don't want I don't want no smoke. I don't want no problems. All right, what well, what's up? All right, cool. Yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Let let's find out what was going on. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna resist now. If I get tased twice right afterwards, I'm definitely not gonna fight back. And it's two two officers that are that have weapons. I'm not I'm not I don't know. I think I have better sense than to to fight back because I know that that's a losing battle. And that's what I, I, how I feel when I saw that video. Uh, I felt that dude was fighting a losing battle. Why, why stop? Stop resisting, dude. Because now it's gonna be your life, and obviously it ended up with it being his life. And I don't know. I, how do you feel about like the public and how they perceive things? Because it, it's starting to become this, like the same story over and over. And like I, I look at these videos and it's I don't. I, I when the media talks about it. I'm thinking I'm going to see one thing. And when I look at it, I see it for what it is. And I just didn't, you know, they tried their best. <laughs> like, you know, you tase the guy twice. Mm-hmm. Then you tell him you're going to shoot him if he doesn't stop resisting. Um, and supposedly they say that he had a he had a gun right. or, or that they, they saw that he had a gun. So I don't know if he was reaching for it or not. I guess we'll find out as, as more more stuff comes into development. I mean, what what is a guy to do? You know, well, I don't that's know. the thing. Everybody wants to Monday morning quarterback the whole thing. And, you know, the court of public opinion wants to be the judge, jury and executioner. Most of the time, not really understanding the people that they're criticizing and not understanding the function of their job. Right off the bat, I'd like to say that I do think these cops will be found in the clear just because. They clearly show that their intent wasn't to kill this man initially because yeah. they tased him twice. If they were just going to, like, shoot him, if they if they went to that convenience store with the intent, oh, we're going to kill this dude. First off, that's not a very smart place to to do that because there's cameras everywhere, especially in and outside of convenience stores. So that's number one. Yeah. Number two, why go through the trouble of tasing him twice? Then yeah. why go through the trouble of warning him? Even after you see what's believed to be a gun. Furthermore, if you're struggling with somebody and you believe they have a gun or you know they have a gun and during the course of the struggle, they reach for their gun. You can pretty much assume that they're reaching for the gun to use it on you if you're struggling with them. Yeah. Yeah. So... 
I just and for anybody that that's already you know condemning these cops, I'd like to ask them what should they have done in your mind? What yeah. should they have done? Should they have a waited to see and and get shot like yeah, yeah what what are you supposed to do in that situation yeah and also um <clears throat> i want to go back to um was it uh see there's so many uh situations but see he's he's resisting right uh when when you're being detained by the cops and you're resisting like what i don't know what 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 do you do do you get off 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 of the guy and be like hey well you're resisting too much I mean, I guess you could go, man. You passed right. the test. Exactly. Like, I don't like <laughs> the strength test. Like, yeah, you passed it. <laughs> yeah, like no. Not now that the situation's happening, it's gonna it's gonna end with you getting detained. So, I I don't know. I, I don't know what 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 you got to do because because um, it just doesn't make sense. I don't know. Do you feel that that people look look at? Too much of like uh, what the media has to say about it, and then their judge of character is kind of skewed because of it. Yeah, I think it's that, and I also think it's just a a natural a natural bias because people typically don't like police, so it's it's just you're naturally gonna make them the the predator because you don't you don't like them. Because, yeah. I mean, look at us. How many times growing up did we get pulled over? Yeah, and motherfuckers had smart... I mean, cops have smart mouths. I mean, yeah, at least absolutely. at least here in the south side of Chicago. Yeah, absolutely. And they absolutely. Talk, they're going to talk their shit they're or whatever. They're going to talk shit, and they're going to slam you on the car and, and, and yeah. frisk you when it's not necessary and all of that. But As an individual. Right, right. It's, it's, not, it's not... I don't think it's anything systematic because I've come across decent cops also. Yeah. I don't think it's a systematic thing. I think, you know, every individual has their personality and some people have that position of power and they choose to abuse it. Some people have that position of power and they choose to be humbled by it. <coughs> some people have that position of power and they choose to use it to serve. Yeah. yeah. So I I do agree with the sentiment that no, not all cops are bad. I do feel like there's a number of cops that are probably trigger happy yeah and there's probably a number of cops that feel like well if an opportunity arises where i can use deadly force i am going to use it which if they're in the boundaries of the law they're in the boundaries of the law you can't do anything about that with this case though these cops they use the taser i mean that lethal force wasn't even their first option or their second option really and then, it was and then, their yeah, third and then, option, yeah. and and they tased the guy twice and took him down, you know. So some could even argue that that lethal force was their fourth option that they went to. Yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't see uh, the people hoping for these cops to get convicted. I don't see them uh, getting what they want at all. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those situations where, yeah, it's it's, it's messed up. The, the end result is not what you want, but that is something that's very real in 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 law enforcement. I mean, there's going to be situations where <clears throat> you're going to have to use lethal force, right? And if you're in fear of your life or in fear of anyone else's life, what do you do? Do you just say, hey, well, I don't want to kill this guy because, you know, I don't want the, the, the scrutiny, I guess, or, you know, or 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 I 
take the shot because you know I'm trying to save I'm trying to save someone else's life or my own, you know. So I I understand it's a difficult job for a cop. It's not like that's not a typical that's not a typical uh, career, I guess. You know, like definitely you, not. You do risk your life and and. And people need to understand that too, and just understand the law a little bit better. I, I feel that that's what it is. People um, don't look at how they feel about the situation. You know, kind of like the same thing with the Laquan McDonald situation. You know, could it have been handled better? Yeah, that situation. Right. Um, does it mean that he broke the law? No. I mean, uh, the the officer breaking the law. He no. It do, it doesn't mean that he didn't break the law. Could he have handled it better? Yes. That's emotion versus what the law book states. So people need to understand that, you know, that's what the law says. Now, if you have a problem with the law, then you know what you have to do. You have to, you know, then start, start, start seeing what, you know, can we change it or, or what? Yeah. But, but that's, that's the approach. You don't go uh, protesting just saying, oh, brutality, brutality. No, like, look at things for what they are. Okay, why is this happening? And if you don't like that, that why it's happening, then how can we change it by law? Because and, that that's how you go about things. And remember that in these situations, the law is logical. The law isn't based off of emotion. No. And if you enter an, a logical situation with being emotion fueled, you're gonna you're gonna get messed up. You're gonna it, it's it's just like in anything. Like if if. If you're fighting somebody and that person is uh, logical and tactical and they're paying attention to what you're doing, they're countering and you're just trying to swing off of emotion and go at them, odds are you're going to lose the fight because yeah. you're you're not clear-headed. You're not thinking straight. You're not looking at the, the big picture or the whole picture. That's part of why the situation in Baltimore with... Uh, these cops getting uh, acquitted or or there being mistrials, yeah, is because the whole basis for the prosecution is rooted in uh, community, public outcry. huh? Public outcry, yeah, like it's rooted in community pressure and and like racial tension. Yeah. And um, uh, Alan Dershowitz, he's one of OJ's lawyers. Which anybody who knows me knows that, like, I, I think that group of lawyers was just amazing. Yeah, <laughs> they did their thing. Um, real smart guy. And he said when uh, when the last cop got acquitted, people started talking out against, uh, I believe her name is Marilyn Mosby, which is the district attorney for, uh, for Baltimore. Yeah. And they started, like, outcrying against her. And he said this is what she deserves because... She rooted her prosecution in racial <clears throat> tension and public outcry and all that. You're yeah. giving into that when your case should be built on evidence and logic yeah. and facts, and you don't. You're not. Your case is not built on that. So of course these these uh, officers are going to get found in the clear. Yeah, yeah. Of course they are, and that's how it's going to happen. Like you don't just charge somebody. Just because somebody says to charge them, that's one of the the big issues with uh, like the whole feminist movement and you know their their uh, their their problem with the whole rape culture is that them saying that they were raped is not enough to throw a guy in jail. 
good. It's good that it's not enough to throw a guy in jail. Like yeah. you need evidence, you need facts, you need you need something. Yeah. You yeah. don't just say, "Oh, this person did this and right. oh yeah, we're going to we're going to go or or this person did this and these these are the circumstances to which they did it, but then you find out the circumstances were totally different. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not how it works. Yeah, that, and and that's the thing like um people need to understand like, okay, <laughs> why 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 am I going to feed into this whole situation based off of how you feel exactly okay so who, what makes you the, the expert yeah the, the expert the person that's gonna the end all be all because that's why again that's why those guys in baltimore are being acquitted that's why i feel that that uh it actually causes more of an issue in the future because look man if if once this guy uh, from uh, what's his name Van Dyke, because because what they, what they charge him with was the first first degree, first degree murder. murder. <laughs> He's not gonna be found guilty of first degree murder. Yeah, re- people read on first degree murder in 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 the Illinois statutes, and you'll see that it's not first degree murder. So now you're gonna cause a potential riot when that happens, where people are gonna get hurt. Like so now you're affecting innocent people. You know, I don't know. It, it, it's really uh. And it's reckless. It is. It is. And I feel like it's causing a lot of racial tension, unnecessary racial tension. Yeah. Because instead of politicians and leaders educating people and letting them know, hey, I know this looks bad. I know you don't like it. I know it doesn't feel right. We understand that we're all human. But this is what the law states an officer can and cannot do. And within the boundaries of the law, they acted correctly. They acted efficiently. Yeah. Now, sure, a lot of people aren't going to like that. But at least you made the attempt to educate and show people that when this verdict comes out, remember that I told you, I, I warned you, and I let you know that this is what the law states. Yeah. You know, I don't know how much that would really change anything, but I feel like it's a starting point. Yeah. And I just feel like it's crazy that all these celebrities and all these different, you know, people on TV and personalities and all that shit, they all have something to say about it. But yeah. yet none of them are, are have ever been in, in law enforcement. None of them are use of force experts. None of them know anything about the job of being an officer, and it's just, uh, yeah, it's just sad to see like so many people get so enraged. Obviously, it's worth getting enraged the fact that somebody lost their life, but not looking at the situation and the circumstances and just wanting to jump to condemn the cops. It, it, yeah, it doesn't it, it, make sense. Well, it's just like the gun laws. The you remember that commercial which annoyed the fuck out of me was uh with all the actors and actresses yeah it was like after sandy hook or something yeah, like that and yeah and like they're like oh um they pretty much they're talking about how guns are, are bad and all this and all that and how you know all this gun law stuff and like dude you're in hollywood and you're making money you don't you don't really give a shit and you don't really know uh, uh uh like the average joe's perspective right um you don't know you don't understand that viewpoint. You're you're in you're in the hills somewhere. So right. why do you have? What makes you right? These motherfuckers don't even have a grasp on reality. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> they're all throwing them Hollywood parties and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, like you don't know what it's like to live in a neighborhood where your daughter is in one room asleep and somebody might break in the house. Like you don't know what that's like. Yeah, try telling that person, yeah, don't have a gun in your house. Don't get the fuck out of here. You don't know what it's like. You don't know. What it's like I, that's why when that, when it comes to like actors or any celebrity having anything to say about that kind of stuff. Yeah. I totally disregard it. Yeah. Well, what'd totally. you think about that? Uh, Jesse Williams, BT speech. Oh, wow. I mean, cause that, that was, that was controversial. Very controversial. First off, uh, shout out to Justin Timberlake for trying to, to side with Jesse Williams and then getting shat on by everybody. Shout out to Justin Timberlake for that. Yeah. Isn't that, how fucked up is it where like you're trying to like tweet and side with them and then and then uh everybody turns against you? Yeah, that that was that was interesting. That was interesting. But you know, cuz the whole thing <clears throat> I think it was about culture appropriation or something like that. Since he does um since Justin Timberlake does what people say is black music. So I don't, I don't look at music in general. Like anyone can do music. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't put a color to it. Yeah. I don't look at rock and be like, you know, Oh damn. I'm going to ask a white dude. Could I do some rock? I, I don't give a fuck. Give me right. a guitar. I feel like making some rock. What you going to do about it? You exactly. know? So like, I, I don't know. That was kind of messed up. Cause they were like, Oh, well you're, it was something about culture appropriation, the the comment. And well, he's like, he said something about, oh, well, we're all equal or we're all the same. And then that really made everybody upset. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, we should always think we're all the same. That's I don't understand that from society. Like, why do you think that, that we're not the same? Or why do you always look at things and be like, oh, well, look, at why, why is he, why does he have this? Or why does he have that? Like, why don't you, like, realize you have the same opportunities that everyone else has? And we do, we do. You know, I was I was thinking about that the other day, and uh, I was actually talking to my girlfriend about it. And it's interesting. I could look at my life one of two ways. If I look at my life from a, a victim's point of view, I could say I grew up in the hood, all around gangbangers. Went to public school. I'm a college dropout. I have been harassed by police. All of that stuff. All of the things that that uh, consti- constitute uh, uh, the the victim's mentality. Well, you but- were at Bronzeville, and like I remember, you were telling me about this whole. Because you're you're kind of in the middle. You're like Latino. And black, so I was like, you can't really relate to this person. What, can't relate to that. Well, that's been like my my whole life. It's it's always been one of those things where it's like I like not really being Latino enough for the Latinos, <laughs> and not really being black enough for the blacks. And then when you show up to a function and they see your mom, she's a Latina, but then they see your dad, he's Latino, but he's a black Latino. Yeah, and it's like, you know, like where do I? Where do I fit? Like, am I, like, where? In the abyss. And and you know what what it it always reminded me of? (laughs) It always reminded me of that that, uh, Eminem verse from Evil Deeds where he's like, uh, uh, he's like, uh, predominantly, predominantly, everything's always predominantly, predominantly white, predominantly black. And then, you know, he just goes on and starts spinning. 
for me, it's always been like predominantly Latino, predominantly black. <laughs> and then like, but, but that's how it's always been. It's like, like, well, you know, where, where do I fall? Yeah. But then as I got older, I, I told myself, well, I don't really give a fuck where I fall yeah. or like where I'm me people. or where people place me or any of that. So, you know, going back to, to the point I was making, if I look at it from like the victim's standpoint, my location where I grew up, my education level, my surroundings, quote unquote opportunities or lack thereof, yeah. all of that. But then if you look at if you look at my age, which I'm I'm twenty eight years old, you look at my age and then you look at the things that I've accomplished, I have I, I, I make good money every year. I have two buildings. I have a podcast on 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 i on Apple on Google Play. I got music out there. I have songs, copyrights in the Library of Congress. Yeah, I have two nice ass cars and a hot ass girlfriend. I, you that sounds like a white man's life. It does. <laughs> like it, it, you live in the American dream, family. It, 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 but it does. It sounds like a. It sounds like a white man's life. Oh yeah. So, but then it's like, well, where. And and the reason I say it sounds like a white man's life is because that's what people say that like that's what white people get that's what white people yeah, achieve yeah. or whatever. But I don't I don't think so. And so it's like well you could look at both. You could yeah. look at it from a victim's mentality. And if I had stayed in a victim's mentality or 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 went forward to life with a victim's mentality, I might have a victim's outcome. But and, I didn't. And you have a lot to fuel that. So, and I, I think that's why it's so irresponsible when people talk like that, because you might be making or breaking that person. Exactly. You know, like, oh yeah, you failed because of this. And I know we had this talk before on a previous podcast, but it's just so prevalent now. It's all about, oh, well, equality, equality. Man, I mean, we do have equality. You have to just, you know, go for it. You can't, you can't feed people all this bullshit about how we're not equal. And and sure, there are certain areas where inequality may exist. Yeah, yeah. But that's for everybody. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, a, a white guy like Eminem making it in the rap game. I feel like for Eminem, it was harder to be a rapper yeah. than it is for, like, a black or a Latino person. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... For him, in that realm, that might have equaled equality, inequality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? B- but that was the route that he, he chose to go and stuff. But if you look at everything on a, on a, on a grand scale, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not like that. Also, you know, I, I, a lot of people, they disagree with Minister Louis Farrakhan. I you know I don't totally agree with everything he says, but I think he does have certain points that are are pretty uh, stellar and relevant. And one thing he talks about or preaches very often is about blacks and Latinos creating their own marketplaces. Now I would never I would never uh, you know be an advocate of a segregated marketplace like oh that's no. a black latino marketplace that's a, a that's a well, that's a black La- that's a black marketplace or a latino marketplace or a white marketplace i would never advocate that but what i would advocate is what we talked about previously on on a podcast is 
using your network of people yeah. and if they so happen to be Latino or if they so happen to be black or Chinese or whatever, use your network to grow and create things that people want to be part of. Yeah. People want to be a part of it. So if you do feel like you're trying to be a part of some white network, well, you have your own network to be a part of. And then eventually we the two, the two networks deal with one another yeah. and, 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 and trade or whatever, whatever yeah. the situation is. If you feel like that, yeah. I particularly don't feel like that. And I'm glad I don't because I have so many cool friends and, and great people in my life from all these different places. Yeah. And, and it's crazy. Like white people. Yeah. Filipino people, African people, Puerto Rican, Cuban, Mexican, all, all over the place, and and I don't, I don't. It makes you cultured almost like you 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 look at things differently from their perspective. And yeah, you learn a lot from people, what they value, you know, because a lot of the, a lot of these people they'll come from you know they lived over there, they come here, and it's like is is different. I think you grow as a person like that. Absolutely. Like if people saw our Fable Funny circle. Like when we were doing foul but funny, I mean, we look like the United Nations. Absolutely, it was, it was, it was crazy. But I, 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 I agree with you though on on, on that. I, I don't feel that it's segregation. I mean, I feel that Jewish people have have done that. Yeah, you know, like they, hey, we're gonna mess with each other. Obviously, we're gonna venture with other people, but we're gonna have our circle. Uh, so you if know, you be, do, be tight. if you do venture outside of the circle and you don't find acceptance, you have. Mm-hmm. A caliber in this circle that that equals that of what you were seeking. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, and and that's and and there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's a good thing. But yeah. um, so yeah, I don't I don't typically agree with the the whole argument of the you know systematic oppression and all that. You know, sure, you are gonna find pockets of of, of people and places that are racist or don't like your particular race or whatever the case, but I don't yeah. think it's enough, especially at, in today's day and age, to really make that big of a difference or or hold somebody back. Um, an example: Remember when we were we went to that restaurant in Bridgeport? Where it was you, me, Neil. Who else was was? Uh, I slurred. Who else was with us? Uh, um, I forgot. Anyway, it was like which, uh, Buffalo Wings and Rings. Or oh whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then we we were in front, right by the window. And then for some reason, they moved us to the back. And like there was really no other reason because nobody sat at that table yeah. that we are originally sitting at. No other reason. Now I don't know if that was like you know something racist. You know, I I don't know. It felt like it, it, it exactly. Yeah. It felt like it, and it, and it very right. well might have been, but in no way, shape, or form did that have a negative effect on my life. In no way, shape, or form did that affect the money in my pockets or or anything. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. And that's, that's what you got to focus on is is making money, because that, that that at the end of the day, that's the only thing that matters. Yeah, you can feel however you feel about me. It is what it is. Is it, it's cool. I mean. I'm getting dough. What you gonna do? Yeah, that's what it boils down to. But uh, further getting into the video, I also at the end he was saying about how like um, how like they stolen uh, black people's music and all that, and I and I completely disagree 
in the fact that that like music has been stolen because a lot of my favorite artists are black. So like how how has it been stolen? That that would then make everyone that I listen to for the most part white, which they're not. Actually, most of the people that I listen to that are very successful in 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 the, in their music are black. So how how has anything been stolen? If anything, they've been empowered to keep making good music. I mean, I could give you a list: Jay Z, Kanye, uh, fucking Tupac, Biggie, Nas. Uh, yeah, that list you Doctor, we could yeah. go on. Uh, the, the, all we day. might we <laughs> might do a whole podcast just names. Yeah, it's gonna be called names, people. So <laughs> the next podcast we just be names, and we're gonna just have names for forty five minutes of all these black artists that we listen to because. They make dope shit. That's why, you know? So I don't know where this whole music being stolen yeah. is coming from, at least from, from that end. And and I feel like that whole like uh, term culture appropriation, I feel like in a way it's a little bit scary because... How so? I hope that white people don't start using that same rhetoric because... It's really going to display an imbalance. For instance, sure, people, minorities, Latinos, blacks, we, we've done a lot for society. We, we, you know, we've created, we have music, all this stuff, celebrities, all of that. But like white people created like some great ass shit too and yeah. if if it gets to one of those to that level where it's like well no this is ours and no but this is ours on some this Dave is, Chappelle this is ours it's gonna get it's gonna get ugly because <laughs> you know what I'm saying so the stock market should black people not do that is is that is a black or Latino involving himself in the stock market yeah. is he is it, is he appropriating white culture yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying shit. or or uh, or anything, any of the numerous things, the fucking Constitution, like the Declaration yeah. of Independence, like that's all all white people. Or and like it, you know, like all the sh- all the great shit that we that we like, like media, like for example, Game of Thrones. We were just talking about Game of Thrones. So if someone makes a a Game of Thrones like the beginnings, and it's a black dude, right? Is he appropriating? You know what I'm saying? Oh no, you can't. White culture, or if or if, or if a black or Latino man writes a book that's like in the same sort of mystical medieval realm of yeah. George R. R. Martin's Game of Thrones, is he appropriating like white culture? No, if it's good shit, we're gonna fuck with it and and that's it. Like why do we even have to like go down that route? That I, I think it's an ugly route, honestly. Yeah. Now we're, do you feel that that's a route that 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 maybe white people are gonna be taking in the future? Just because, like you know, now that with this whole turmoil, with this whole black versus white thing, you, you think that I I don't know because it does seem like there's a lot of white people that are really divided on this sort of stuff. Because mm-hmm. on one hand, you do have white people that totally disagree with with that, and they're not even gonna listen to it. They're not even gonna stand in the same room with it. They're they're not trying to hear it. Yeah. Then on the other hand, you have white people that, to some extent, they they do agree with it, yeah, and they feel, I guess, bad or guilty for being privileged. You know, the whole white privilege, white guilt, and all of that. 
No. I think that's goofy. Like in my personal perspective, you're not going to you're not going to blame me for something that my ancestors did and I personally had nothing to do with. Like I'm not even going to accept that. Like yeah. I, I won't even listen to that. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you had a sibling who fucking you know, did did some horrible shit or let, let, let's just say he he stole from a place and then they slap you, you know, exactly. and you're grounded. Exactly. Because he did it. This is like, wait, exactly. that's not fair. Or if, like, your father is a felon, and then when, you know, you're coming up, they slap you with a felony record because he's a, like, what? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's not fair. You know what I'm saying? So, I, um, I don't, you know, I, I don't get why they feel like that or why they go that route. And, and to me, it, it doesn't really seem to be, like, urban white people. At least from my personal perspective. My personal perspective is that urban white people, I feel like they see the opportunities that blacks and Latinos or any minority group receives. And they feel like it it is enough where it should be enough. I feel like it's like the suburban yeah. sheltered ones that are like, oh, yeah. Like I had the, a nice life. Yeah, I had a nice life. And I know that I'm really privileged. And I know that uh, the the poor blacks and Mexicans and Hispanics, I know that they don't have nice things because all they all they've ever really seen. We don't. <laughs> no me Help dan us. De, no me dan de comer. <laughs> but, Help us. <laughs> because they they watch they watch TV and they see movies and they see you know shit like The Wire and and and. All of us in these, these in these fucked up ass neighborhoods. Yeah. And but they don't see the lifestyle. Like they don't see the choices. They don't see that, you know, a lot of us are deciding to have kids at a really early age and not being ready for it. Yeah. And not finishing getting an education. Shit, I'm one of them. Like yeah. I dropped out of college. Now, yeah. like my life, you know, worked out. It went in a in in a good direction. But that's not. It doesn't work like that for everybody. Yeah. For every bad, there's good. You you have. It's it's all a matter of perspective. I think. I, I also, one thing I, I um, maybe I'm not understanding this, but I, I notice a lot of like uh, in the black community, a lot of like the successful, you know, you know, uh, guys you would look up to. Uh, they they talk about all these like um, these situations that are happening. And then they talk about like those guys, like almost like if they're not, they're not bad people. What I mean by this is like, for example, I'm Latino. If um if I saw a video of a of a dude, because you know, I know where I grew up, there's, there's game bang, and there's you know they got the kings, they got the disciples, they got. So if I saw a video of a dude who 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 you know he had a track record. I'm, I'm I'm being bad, and there was a use of force, and he was resisting. I wouldn't feel like bad, or I wouldn't feel like, oh like, man, he's my Latino brother. No, nah, motherfucker, fucked up. I yeah, <laughs> it is what well, it is. I wouldn't either. Like I and and I don't like when when I see any of these videos, I don't I don't feel. Yeah, I, I don't really feel any any like personal connection. No, I look at the situation for what it is, and maybe maybe it's because we're logical people. Like, Maybe. we're not looking at it from, like, an emotional standpoint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's all about, qual like, the quality of, like, when you meet a person, I don't meet them. 
you know, they could be because because even uh, there's been situations when there's someone that people are like, oh, he's kind of weird. This is, and I talked to him. He's an intellectual motherfucker. Like, damn, you're a cool dude. Yeah, I like you. Like, I I I feel that we focus on who the person is, not on their color of their skin. Right, and then and what's going on in the situation at that particular time? Yeah, what are the exact circumstances? I don't even particularly care about the person's past. Like, like in the Alton Sterling video, you know, like they've brought up like his criminal history and all of that. I don't really see the relevancy to it. Yeah. What matters is what's going on at in, that moment. At that moment. The only thing about his past that he's that's been brought up that I could see a defense attorney bringing up is the fact that he has been arrested for resisting arrest before. He's been charged with resisting arrest oh, before. Wow. So they'll bring, I, they'll bring that yeah, up. Yeah, I could see that being brought up. Well, you know, he resisted in the past. What gives us any reason to believe that he won't resist again? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So stuff like that. But otherwise, anything else, I don't really see the relevancy to it. Yeah. And I guess I, I, I bring that up because... You know, we we know a lot of a lot of different people. I mean, that's the kind of the beautiful thing about inner you know, inner city living, right? You see this person, you see that type of person, and you kind of you're able to kind of tell, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like there was a situation. I remember when uh, you you and me had to go uh, look for for Neil's computer because his ass gave him a Neil gave him a, a PC. Or a, or a laptop. Remember, he gave this one fiend. He said, hey, I'm going to fix it for you. And he took that shit, remember? Yeah. So, like, you know, we have, <laughs> I have better judge of character than Neil. <laughs> Neil, if you're listening to this. No, but, like, you know, like, we, we've came up in a, well, we know, all right, this motherfucker, he's probably prone to doing this shit. You know I what I'm saying? I, I wasn't thinking about it when you reminded me of that shit. <laughs> I couldn't believe, because like, we, we kept asking him. We were like, dude, why would you give a crackhead your fucking computer? You thought he was really going to fix that shit? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. And we were trying to fish his ass out. Yeah. From that house. But, uh, but yeah, like, you know, we know better than to, we look at beyond the surface. Like, all right, yeah. cool. This cool. This dude is like this. So he's probably going to do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel that uh, people, people look at things like, I mean, like, oh, uh, Poor guy. Oh, wait, hold on. What what is he doing? What what's happening? Um, what what's uh what's the current situation and and what can he be doing to kind of lessen the situation from from escalating? You know what I'm saying? So people people need to kind of look look back and and say, okay, cool. You know, maybe, maybe you are right, Rick. Maybe we should fucking look at things and be like, okay, he could have kind of laid off and been like, all right, cool. Losses, you know, I took this L because the L was going to be taken regardless. Yeah, and look at different people's perspectives and and that's always a good thing to do. That's always wise to do. Yeah. And I feel like in, in with this particular video, I don't really see what the cops could have done differently. No. If he's reaching for a gun. You know, because even with the Jason Van Dyke, Laquan McDonald video, even though I feel like the cop was within the boundaries of the law, with that one, I did feel like he probably could have done something differently. 
Yeah. yeah. May, maybe even like give it another second or two before yeah. before you fire the shot. You know, now some would argue, well, that would have been enough time for Laquan to lunge at his partner with the knife, all kind of stuff. And, and whatever, those might be viable arguments. But I feel like there might have been at least a, a smidgen of, of another option. Yeah. With this video, I don't really see what else. And I feel like they exhausted their other options. Yeah. You know, so. But I mean, obviously, as details unfold, we're, we're only we're only speaking uh, based off, off comes of the out. details that we have now. Like tomorrow might come out a, a video of the two cops in their car before they got out saying, yeah, we're going to whatever we do, we're going to blast his ass. Yeah. You know, and like then our perspective will completely right, change. Yeah. And then they deserve to go to jail and spend the rest of their life there. Even yeah. the fucking death penalty, Hell but yeah. but but based off of the the information that we have right now, yeah, I mean that's that's all I can really say about. And, and, it. and it's kind of funny because that is how w- we as human beings we have a bad tendency of thinking like that, always expecting to think or uh, kind of like having an idea of what the person's thinking, and that's bad, you know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why why I want to see this whole um, the philando. Castile thing, the dude mm-hmm. that got shot in the car. Yeah, because the there's not enough details yeah, on that. I, that's why I didn't even really bring it up because I mean, all we have is the aftermath video of yeah. of once he was already shot. the The girlfriend says that he told the cop that he has a a weapon on him. He's licensed to carry. Yeah. From the video, you see the cop being really agitated and, yeah. and anxious and saying, "I told him not to reach. I told him not to reach." So yeah. I don't know. Maybe the guy reached. I I don't know. I don't know. I it's gonna really honestly. It's it's gonna boil down to a he said she said thing. Yeah. And yeah. whose narrative is more believable, and and that's what that particular situation. Yeah, is that's gonna that's boil a down real to. shady one. Yeah. But uh, you know, time will tell. But I think that's it for today. Thank you guys for listening. Remember to check us out on Apple Music, on iTunes, Audio Apes. Check us out on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Hanging with Apes, on Google Play Podcasts, Hanging with Apes. Check out our singles, Big Faces, Get Biz, Get Big. Check out our new video, Someone to Love, on YouTube. Follow us, like us, subscribe on SoundCloud, Hanging with Apes, SoundCloud, Audio Apes. We got a lot of stuff out there. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Peace. Peace.